Welcome to the Artist Academy podcast, a place where we focus on the business side of art to help you attract more customers, increase profits, and ultimately live a life of creativity and financial freedom. I'm your host, Andrea Earhart, and this week's episode is another Quit Your Day Job series where I interview members of the Artist Academy who have recently quit their day job and have went full-time into their creative career and the tips that they have along the way and just all the things for For those of you who are hoping to one day do the same. And this week's episode is featuring Ashley Cassens. And she's a former teacher who recently quit her job to go full-time with painting, murals, and all the things. And she has an art school background and a solid understanding of painting techniques. Her portraits are amazing. And I think her quick success, I mean, it's relative, right? She went zero to a hundred in about a year and she's doing really, really well in a short amount of time. And I think her success as an artist definitely is a compliment to her already understanding a lot of those painting techniques and having already put in so many hours into now being a really good painter going into it. You know, it's not necessarily a must to be perfectly good at painting coming right out of the gate, but it does help a lot. (laughs) I talk about business and making money and the strategies behind marketing and all of that, and that can put you ahead. But make no mistake, the more skills we have, the easier the marketing and the more you can charge. It's just easier when you know how to paint as a painter to get hired to paint for other people. Makes sense, right? So I hope this interview inspires you to take the leap into full-time creativity, but also inspires you to put in the time and work into your craft. Painting is so much more fun when you know what you're doing, (laughs) but you know, we all start out not knowing. So just get good and then get confident. And let me know what you think about this week's episode with Ashley Cassens. Hey, I'm here with Ashley. You have a very interesting story about you were a teacher and now you're kicking butt doing murals and paintings of all kinds. And I was looking at your Instagram right before this and I was like, oh, I recognize a couple of those. You posted some in the Academy, but some of your murals are so cool. Some of the leaves and the whatnot, flowers coming down. And I'm like, of course you're doing well. Like the photos, especially the products that you're putting out and the photos that you're taking are much. I love it. So anyways, give us a short description of who you are and how you got to be a full-time artist. Sure. I'll take that little snippet and then I'll just put it on my phone and then I'll carry it around when I'm feeling like, am I doing enough? Am I working hard enough? And I'm like, nope, Andrea loves it. So here it goes. My name is Ashley Cassens, and I'm based out of Tampa, Florida. I think I probably am what you would call a very traditional fine artist. So I always had a really singular focus on what I wanted to do. It was never a question of art or no art. It was always art from elementary school on. I went the academic route. I got my bachelor's in fine arts. And then after a long gap working in the corporate world, I went back and got my master's in fine art. And then from there, I started teaching exclusively. I was sort of teaching in between that time. And I was also sort of still making art in between that time, but it wasn't consistent. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know how to make it a business. I didn't even know you could make it a business. I had no idea that that possibility was even out there. The plan was to be a professor, an academic 
professor. And then I went to grad school and I started meeting with other artists that were making a living doing art. And it kind of expanded the idea of, well, you don't have to be just a professor. You could do other things. And I can, we can kind of dive into that later. But just to keep my intro short, <laughs> I graduated from Florida Atlantic with my MFA in 2018. And then I immediately got pregnant. And then with my husband, not that that should matter, you could do whatever you want to do with your body. But to preface that my time in grad school, I was living apart from my husband and we were married while I was in grad school. So we were living a long distance relationship during that time it was really tough. So the plan was to start a family and all those things. I didn't want to be a traveling professor. I didn't want to live in a big city like New York or San Diego or you know San Francisco or Chicago, those kind of like art places. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to start teaching locally. I'm going to teach K through 12. I had a friend in grad school that did that while she was in grad school. Because if you get summers off, you can do your own commissions, you know, which is what I really wanted to do. So that's kind of where I started. And then COVID happened. And I realized that my teaching job was pretty toxic and unhealthy and super stressful. Really not a great place for me to be. I was putting all of my students first and everyone else last. So I decided I was going to make a three-year plan and I was going to somehow figure out how to make a living as an artist. And during that time, I had a 40-minute commute to my school in the morning. And during that time, I listened to a lot of podcasts. And I found two episodes on the Artist Academy podcast. One was by Lissa and the other was Lacey. And I was like, if they can freaking do it, I can do this. Like I can totally do this. So from there, I started learning. I opened up a business checking account. Like I did all the things that you do to start the business. And then I did one-to-one coaching after school. I would literally be on a call with my coach and she would be listening to the buses being called at at school. So I was on campus doing that. And then I thought, okay, I'm going to try murals during my summer. I'm just going to do two walls in my house. So I did my daughter's room, which was like a frozen, like a pink image. It was totally nothing fancy. I literally did it in the time that she was at daycare that day. I did that and I posted it on Thumbtack. I had an old account that I used for commissions, but I didn't really kind of stick with it. And I got a job the next day from that, which was like truly I would be embarrassed to show people that now. And then I did one wall in the exterior of my house during the summer in July in Florida, which was a terrible idea because it rained every day. And from that, I got my second mural. So I was booking murals during my breaks at school, during my winter break, my spring break. And I just got so booked that I was like, I think I'm gonna make the exit. And I booked out three months worth of jobs. And then I had a book illustration that was coming out that I knew was going to kind of cushion the blow financially. And then I officially gave my notice in October of 2022. And I've been doing it ever since. That's so exciting. Oh my gosh. And I just saw a a post recently about how you've made more than you were making as a teacher or what are the details of that? Yes. I'll be very transparent in saying like what I made as a teacher because I think that's important to, to illustrate to paint the picture, right? I will say teachers are highly underpaid. Yeah. That goes without saying. But this is with my certification and a master's. And I had 
there's a lot of training that you have to go through to become a teacher. There's a lot of certifications that you have to go through. I had to do reading certification. I don't even teach reading. I had to do a lot of things that were not related to the things I teach, which is fine. You should be highly qualified to be a teacher, but you should also be highly paid. So that's another story. But I was probably making after taxes 42 a year, 42,000. And then I had a 10 month contract. So that would be essentially August to the beginning of June, but that's an eight hour workday. And I'll, no teacher is working an eight hour workday and no weekends, like you're working off the clock for sure. So I was making that as a teacher in August when I did my monthly review, I had made, and this is not including the money that I'm reinvesting into my business or the things I'm paying for, but I had made 62000 and that was in eight months. So I'm projected to double, maybe triple by the end of the year. And that's just from January, right? So not from November. And since then, I also raised my rates too. So I think that kind of of balance out. But yeah, it's working. That's so exciting. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's really exciting. I saw that number and I was like, that that can't be right. Oh, that's so awesome. I do think so with your art background, you definitely, it's very apparent that you have an understanding theory and drawing. I think that helps to shorten the curve of going full time. Okay. So how are most of the jobs coming to you nowadays? I would say it's probably 70% thumbtack. Love it. I would also preface this too. The area that I live in, In Florida, we don't really have an off season. Mm. It doesn't get cold enough for you to not be able to paint outside, really. It's just a matter of summer. Like summer gets really, really rainy and it's very difficult. It's crazy hot. It's so miserable. So I would definitely say knowing what I know from this year, I probably would charge extra during my summer months Mm. if that happens, or I would just rearrange them. And a lot of my clients this year were really super wonderful and let me push out to October, November, because it's so much more pleasant time to be painting outside. And we're in a tourist area. So we get a lot of Airbnb requests or a lot of, I want something on my pool patio requests. So there's a lot of outdoor living space, which I think also can kind of contribute to maybe that need. But I also do a lot of logos. So I do a lot of this, like full disclosure, I did the ugliest logo this week. It was not good. Not how it was painted, but like, just like what they wanted painted. And I kept being like, are you sure you want this? Like, is this what you want? And they were like, yep. And so I was like, okay, <laughs> take your money. And thanks for paying me. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but honestly, I don't have any problem with that because in here's why I can make $500 in three hours. I can go home, eat lunch at a time when I want to eat lunch and I can spend the rest of my day painting what I want to paint or doing what I want to do with my family. Right. So I don't have any problems about painting logos or painting text or like, I think all those things are fun. Yeah, me too. They're fine. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) I, I went through a lot of the trainings to be a teacher too. I did everything except student teaching. So I took the C-base is what we do here. I'm not sure. Yeah. It did the whole thing. And then I was like completely ready 
And I was like, I don't want to do this. Dang it. Like every time I hear, I talk to, I, there's a lot of ex teachers in the group. And every time I talk to one of you, I'm like, okay, yeah, I definitely made the right decision because I want to be <laughs> just like you. Like, I just don't have that fiery passion to, I mean, I like to teach and all that, but it's just having the freedom is like going yes. to eat lunch whenever you want is there's just something to be said. about. So how is life now? I mean, you're just, you're doing everything you like with freedom rather than having little people <laughs> come around. Yeah. And I will say too, I do love to teach. And I think that teaching part of me comes through in different ways. I enjoy when I meet with other artists, like I enjoy showing them things. And then people are always kind of surprised, like, wow, you're really so open. And I'm like, it's just the teacher part of me. Like, I just want to show you how to do it. Like, I don't know. (laughs) And I do love kids. Like I, I really do, but it's the grind. There's no balance with teaching in public school. I don't know if it's different in other areas. So when I started this entrepreneurial journey, My daughter was four. And one of the big motivators for me was I felt like I was giving 110% to all my students and all my kids were... I taught K through five. So five to 12 if they're older. And my daughter was coming up on that age and I really wanted to be more available to be able to go to her school functions and her extracurricular activities. And my husband was always the one to do all that. He was always the one to be like, I'm going to the doctor, you know, Merit's sick. And I could never go to the parents' lunch at school or any of those things. I missed all those things because I would literally have to be there for my other students, right? And I was like, this is really not how life should be. (laughs) I should not be present with all these other kids that are not my children. (laughs) And then my child is over here like, when mom's going to pick me up at five o'clock or whatever, and I'm toast. Like I was done. I could not talk anymore. I had zero left to give. So one of the things that this has opened up for me is being more available in her life and my husband's life. He works for himself as well. So we can have lunch together. I can be like, hey, you want to go to this cool restaurant that's nearby? And we can have lunch on a Tuesday afternoon. That's the coolest thing. So yeah, so that's been the biggest transformation aside from the financial aspect. And I'm just so excited to paint. I just wake up every day and I'm like, I don't even need as much coffee as I used to. Oh, I love that. Because I'm just so excited. (laughs) I just want to paint. I don't want to stop. Like, it's really fun. Oh, I love that. My husband works for himself too. And he's always trying to get me to do lunch with him. And lately I'm like, okay, but I can totally relate. Actually, conversation this week, this was a busy week. And he, I dropped my son off at daycare every day for about eight hours. And so we get like two hours in the morning with him and then like three hours at night. And I was like, I'm getting five hours maximum. They're getting eight. Not right. I'm sure for me anyway, like this feels not right. And like, so I was like, I'm going to start taking on an even lighter load. Like there's no more of these eight hour work days. Like we, cause we can choose, you know, but like, I love what I do. I don't want to stop. I don't want to not do it, but we can just, we can make our own thing. But also the money is super tempting, right? And like the big fun projects. Like I'll do, I'll have a busy week every once in a while, but majority I'm like, heck with this, even for now. (laughs) (laughs) And I think too, the cool thing with Merit, my daughter is like, 
she loves school. She loves to be there, but she also grew up in that arena. And I never had any of that guilt, like, oh, we're dropping her off and stuff. But I just wanted to be when I was done with the thing that mm-hmm. I was done with yeah. and like I was filled up. Then I felt like, okay, when she comes home now, I'm like, we color together and we play in the pool and we do things that are quality, Yeah, you know, versus me just being like making dinner. I'm so exhausted. And I was sick all the time, you know, because you're around so many other kids too. You're constantly sick. So I have not been sick since, (laughs) which is not surprising. (laughs) Yeah. All around better. You had a photo that you posted some traction, maybe in... Oh, yeah. Yeah, tell us about that. (laughs) So that's actually a really cool story. And it's a story that keeps on giving because I'm still getting leads from that, which is wild. So I got a job through Thumbtack. And she's now since become my cheerleader. Her name is Carolyn. And she hired me to paint some hibiscus flowers and fuzzy bees. She really wanted, I don't know if anyone's seen this Instagram picture, but it's like a bee that's fallen asleep in the pollen and it's like just its butt sticking out. <laughs> and she found this picture of this bee and she was like, can you please paint me a bee butt? That's all I want. And I was like, okay, I'll paint you the bee butt. So it's, it's these red, it's on a fence, on an exterior fence. And I had painted a fence before for an Airbnb. So I was like, I know I can do it. And I really like painting on fences, wooden fences, not vinyl, because it has a lot of the same consistency as a wood panel when I paint on it. And I love painting on wood panels. So it's really similar. So it kind of soaks in a little bit. It does has a similar like thing when I'm painting on, pan- on wooden panels. She loved it. It was great. She posted a picture of it on Nextdoor, which is how she... Oh, no, that's not true. She did not find me on Thumbtack. Okay, reverse. She found me on Nextdoor because a friend of mine who I painted sunflowers on her wall, her stepdaughter had passed away and that was like her flower. So she commissioned me to paint sunflowers on her husband's wall in his office and it had a bow on it and then it had her initials. And so that client referred me to this person. So she had said, hey, I'm looking to paint my fence. And the sunflower lady said, oh, uh, you should contact Ashley. She painted this and posted a picture. And so she messaged me, Carolyn messaged me, the lady with the bee butts. And she, that's how she found me. So she posted another follow-up, like saying, hey, thanks for the person who referred me to Ashley. This is what she made. And she happened to live in a very affluent area of Tampa. And so she got a lot of hits. I probably had 20 people reach out to wow. me the next day. I had two calls, which I never get calls. So I got two jobs from that, one of which is happening in a couple of weeks. And then I also got a news interview from it because somebody that lived in that area worked for ABC News and they do like feel good community pieces. And he's like, hey, can I interview you? And that was the interview that aired with Olga and I because I found Olga through this community and I needed an extra person for this job. That was like the biggest job. And so he came out and interviewed both of us because I told him, hey, Olga's a former teacher too. We both worked in our district and we quit or worked in Pasco and we quit our jobs. And now we do this full time. He said, oh, I love that as a piece. So then he interviewed us and then that went on. So it's just been like snowballing. I don't even know. And that was in May. So people are still seeing it. And, And Carolyn actually said, she's like, it's the most viewed next door post in that community. 
so like 800 people liked it or something. I was like, that's crazy. <laughs> it's not that crazy though, because it's such a cool painting. It's on a fence. Yeah, right? it's cool. Yeah, it it's done very, very well. Again, I just think there's something to be said for you put in that work ahead of time to have an understanding of painting and it really shows yeah. and it's so much easier I mean, I wouldn't say it's easy, easy, but it's easier yeah. to market yourself when you have a really good product. It, like in this case, it speaks for itself. There's several new artists that are coming out that are learning to paint while they're learning business, which is yeah. fine. It's totally fine. But it's like, this is definitely a pro of learning to paint yeah. before you learn business. Yeah. And I do think that because I worked in customer service for many years, I worked in all of these other industries. So I think not a lot of industries. That makes me sound like I was doing so many You were just job hopping everywhere. But, yeah. But I mean, I was working in non-art businesses, right? So I think all of those skill sets definitely help me when I'm dealing with clients or when I'm talking to them on the phone or making them feel comfortable or when I go to people's homes. I think it helps sometimes, especially like women, other women, when they're hiring another woman to come into their house to say, hey, I have background checks. Like I used to be a teacher and they do all the things to make sure that I can be around children. And those things are important, right? You don't, it can be kind of uncomfortable to bring someone into your home, so. True, yeah, you definitely have a likability about you too, which I think is such a, yeah, I think that's such an asset too. It's like, you have all this stuff going for you. It's like, no wonder you're doubling your teacher salary in a year. Like, that's so great. That's so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> sure thing. Yeah. Okay. So what are your big tips for artists who want to do what you're doing? Maybe even somebody who's a teacher right now. It's like, I totally relate. I'm sick all the time. I'm drained by the time I get home. I want to do what you're doing. What's your biggest tip yeah. for them to find the I would say for me, I don't know if you know the Enneagram things, but I, I'm an Enneagram 5, which is the researcher. Oh, So I like to collect knowledge. So I did a lot of research, but the research can only get you so far, right? Eventually you have to connect with someone or a community or a business coach or someone that's going to kind of be, help you be accountable. And so I think that was really important for me. I joined the Artist Academy Masters and I think that that, the Facebook group, I think that really helped me. I love to listen to business podcasts. I listen to a lot of business podcasts and I'm actually in a mastermind group now with other business and other female businesses, but very, very What is that about? I I like that idea. So I went to an event this year. I don't know if you've ever heard of the Powerhouse podcast. It's by Lindsay Schwartz. It's in the similar vein as like the Gold Digger podcast or it's kind of similar, but it's female business owned and geared towards females in business. So I went to this powerhouse event in Arizona this summer with my best friend. And they have a mastermind program that's, I think, 11 weeks. And then you meet every week. And then you go through modules. And it's you know how to craft your offer, how to talk to your audience, how to get through mindset things. So all of these sort of sneaky things that really show up to me, like, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy when... Asking for money. And so I'm kind of like going through some of those things and figuring out what my sneaky blocks are. So learning a lot, I think that's super important. And then you just eventually have to just do it. You just have to do it. (laughs) Like 
you can like it's like talking about doing it but then not actually doing it and then just being okay with the messy action of it i think that's cool also if you're a teacher leverage those breaks because those are like gold <laughs> total gold and if you have kids like i had you know my daughter was in daycare at the time and so we had daycare during those breaks so she would go to daycare and that would paint all day and if you don't have daycare, you know, find someone that maybe you can swap. Yeah, because it's like impossible with. to so do. Be like a play date, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll take your kid and then you can take my kid <laughs> the next day or something. It's Listen, it's expensive. It's so expensive. But it's worth it if that's what you want. And there's never a time that's going to be right. Your kids just keep getting older. And then things that you didn't think were going to get hard, get harder. So I don't think there's ever great time to start. You just got to, you just got to start. <laughs> so true. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing all of that. And yeah, I really enjoyed chatting with you and again, just getting to know you a little bit more. I see your photos and whatnot in the Academy and all the time. And I follow along with, especially your eye drawings and everything like that. And it's just oh, like, hey. like meet you for a second. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. have a great rest of your day and everybody go follow Ashley. It's Ashley Cassens. Yes. Ashley dot Cassens with a C, C-A-S-S-E-N-S on IG and on Facebook. I think I'm Ashley Cassens art. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. Thank you. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Artist Academy podcast. I've been putting out at least one episode per week for more than four years on this podcast. And it's really cool to see those download numbers go up and up as time goes on. And that's because artists like you listen and share these episodes. So really, when I say thank you, I mean it. <laughs> it's really cool to see progress along the way. And anyway, if you like this type of art and business content, then I highly encourage you to get the audio version of my book, Mural Money, with over 15 hours of listening inspiration. I'm currently running a special of just $17 for the audio version. You can go to muralmoney.com to find it. And that comes with a bunch of extras like my art supply list, my pricing guide, recommended book and podcast list, and so much more. I filled that book with tips from my art journey of building a profitable mural career. Plus, I've included the best of the best advice from guests I've interviewed on this podcast. It's the most affordable all-in-one book of advice on art and business that I have. And if you enjoy listening to me here, then I know you'll like the book too because I read it myself all 15 hours of it. <laughs> the book is available on Amazon and Audible normally for $25, but if you go to muralmoney.com, that is where you can grab the special $17 deal while it lasts. If you haven't listened to my book yet, this is your sign to do it. Again, normally $25, running a special for $17, but you have to go to muralmoney.com. That's where you can grab the audio version of it. And that's all I have for you today. So I will see you next week for another episode of the Artist Academy podcast. 